Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Horror on the Orient Express Um, let's see Max, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you, um A different character, because you're dead <laughs> Oh, okay yeah. Okay. I thought we. I thought you had determined last time that I was not dead. I was just uh, dreaming, mostly dead in recovery. No, you you died. Okay, that's what quite, I thought. Quite dead. I thought was, you had uh, said something to the contrary. No, Tilius Corbus was uh, was unconscious. Gotcha. Okay, I am ready. Uh, you can be the mostly silent up until this point, Emmerich. Uh, expect an email. Okay, so, uh, yes, at the end of uh, last session, you had successfully... Um, defeated the cult Unwin was killed however his body exploded in a fountain of blood and covered your brave commander Tilius Corvus who as a result fell ill and unconscious uh, he commanded you to, to continue the mission, take the knife, give it back to the Magister in Constantinople. Um, when you returned to the to the outpost, you found that the the plague camp, uh, everyone had recovered. And it seems that your actions have saved the day. So, you will have travelled back the, uh, the sea journey to Constantinople. Um, you will have deposited Tilius Corvus with uh, his wife-to-be, the Lady Eudocia, who um, hires the best doctors in the city to care for him. That was going to be my question. So he, he doesn't recover on the voyage back. He's still, no, he's, um, his condition doesn't deteriorate further, but he's still unconscious. And at, at some point during the voyage mm -hmm. back, um, I would inquire of, uh, what's his name? Oh, we have a Yes. Asinius. Mm -hmm. Um, whether or not, uh, Tilius Corvus's sickness bears any any resemblance to the plague. Does he have the plague? Are we bringing it back to Constantinople with us? <laughs> well, Asinius can make a medicine roll. Okay. And are we sure Galerius Evodus doesn't have it too? He seems a little unlike his. He seems a little <laughs> unlike himself during the voyage. Home. Okay, that was a zero nine. Ooh. So, 
you are fairly sure that the symptoms he has are not the same as the plague. Um, you know, he hasn't started developing any of the characteristics. Uh, these strange lesions and the like. Um, yeah, it, it, it does seem to be you know, just some kind of coma that is that wasn't a, a symptom of the, the previous disease. Mm, I don't think this is the disease. Ah, okay. You're the expert. <coughs> and what of Galerius? He is looking a little peaked. <laughs> he diagnosed that as exhaustion. <laughs> Um, yes, so probably on the on the journey back, if uh, you can all recover most of your hit points, and was it, was anyone seriously injured? Like, did anyone end up with less than half the hit points? No, I, I ended up <coughs> with no losing no hit points. <laughs> I'm just going to check. Um, oh, I lost about six hit points. Okay, so you're you're probably. Recovered by the time you uh, get I lost constant no three. Yeah, so we recover those. Yeah. Okay. So you know that you are ordered to report to the magister on your return. Well, let's do that. Okay, you are led in, and uh, he greets you. Um, commiserates for the loss of Melonius, um, shows concern about Tilius Corvus. Um, I assume you you give him a full mission report. I, I would leave that decision up to Galerius. If, if uh, Tilius Corvus <laughs> is <coughs> is. Uh, Okay, Galerius and... gives him a full mission report. <laughs> um, Are you sure that is wise, Galerius? <laughs> he's too much of a military man to uh, <laughs> leave something out of report. Um, the Magister listens, he, he nods, he seems concerned but relieved at uh, the destruction of the cult. Um, seems satisfied that the mission has succeeded and that no further action needs to be taken. Uh, He swears you all to secrecy. Um, Does anyone refuse to swear to secrecy? No one will believe believe this anyway. (laughs) Indeed. Um... And then he gives you each two months leave um, and hands you each a pouch of coins, a rather heavy pouch of coins, as it's a bonus of a year's salary. Wow. Wow. And finishes by saying, so... The uh, dedication of the city is um, 
is imminent. You return then. I will reward you with your formal military discharge. And at that point, there will be more rewards to come. So have a good rest. Um, Enjoy the festivities. I'll see you in a month or two. Okay. What is the the thing that we're coming back for again? The city's... Dedication. Dedication. Yeah. Yeah. I just still have this nagging feeling. (laughs) So you you are all dismissed and can continue that conversation outside if you wish. Yep, you'll leave. Well, I'm uh, not sure what I'll do if uh, if I'm released from the military in a in a couple of months. I know what I'll do. I'll open up the the um, my medical practice. Ah, yes, it's good to have skills other than uh, simply fighting. Yes, and I think I shall be a beaker. Yes, I, I will be returning to Germania to spread the word of the one true God to my peoples. Huh. <laughs> I, love, I love this guy's background. Oh, man. <laughs> and you guys would have known this, while he was fighting. But whenever he fights, he's basically screaming in German, but what he's <laughs> screaming in German is Christian prayers. <laughs> Love it. Awesome. Love it. Give us this day our daily bread! <laughs> <laughs> Forgive my trespasses! So the um, the ceremonies for the uh, uh, official opening of Nova Roma begin on the 2nd of April and are scheduled to continue for 40 days. So there are parades, there are performances, there are um, plays, there are chariot races, there are Any sort of festivity you can imagine going on throughout the city. So, given you have a um, full year's salary in your pocket, you can probably partake of of this. I'll partake, but not very, not too well, because most of that money is going to go to help me build my medical practice. Mm-hmm. You can, you can start to make some inquiries for uh, <laughs> buying property if you wish. Yes. So, you can actually each gain two d six sanity points for defeating the cult. Um, six. And an additional one d four sanity points as Ten. rescued all those plague victims. 
and three. So that's. Can we continue above our original? Nine. Yes. It's reward. And I'm exactly back where I started. I got 14, so I am. Oh, I'm up to 80. Fine, Doc. Okay. I think I will try to get work uh, training, working as a trainer for the military. Mm -hmm. New recruits. Okay. So, is there anyone doing anything in particular over the next 40 days or just trying to get their I'm going to learn as much as I can. From yeah, I'm gonna spend a lot of time in church <laughs> and uh, learn as much as I can, so that when I'm ready to leave back to Germania, um, I'm all set. Okay, I, I shall be attempting to marry into the butcher's family. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you can. Uh, you can do that. And who knows, perhaps relocate the family business to the West. At some point, not yet. <laughs> I go on a long, long trip and I never come back. <laughs> Do you leave the city? No, no, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm working, working hard. I will keep my sword sharpened and my armor shiny. Uh, so on the around the thirtieth day of the celebrations, uh, you each receive a uh, messenger or a message rather from a messenger. Um, it's a message from the Lady Eudocia, and it reports that Comitus Trip. Tribuni Comitus Tilius Corvus has recovered from his injuries and he grows stronger daily. And furthermore, you are all invited to a small wedding celebration aboard her family's luxury barge, the Plethora. Ooh. The Plethora. <laughs> can we bring a plus one? You certainly can. <laughs> the, um, so it's a... a yeah, rather well-dressed Greek youth, and he um, he explains to you all that uh, Tilius Corvus told him personally to make sure you got the message and um, urged them to join him in this festival occasion. The messenger says he, he mentioned something about his poor judgment and said you'd understand. Ha-ha. <laughs> wow. The uh, the celebration itself is due to be held on the evening of the twelfth of May, so that's the the day after the actual dedication ceremony. All right. Doesn't want to obviously upstage the emperor. I'll definitely RSVP. Okay. So um, that that morning, actually, the morning of the uh, the wedding ceremony, you are uh, due to meet the magister again. For your formal discharge. Yes. Uh, that will free us up for more adventure. Uh, morning of May 12th. All right. So I assume everyone assembles in the uh, 
appointed place. Uh, the Magister meets you all. Um, basically, you you are free to to choose a reward. Um, so, if you want a loan to start a business, or maybe a a deed to a bit of land, various properties, uh, government appointments, these kinds of things can all be obtained. I don't think it says technically, but I would like to become a citizen of Rome. Yes. That and then is... go back to spread the word of the one true God to my peoples. Oh, very good, very good. The, the emperor will be proud. <laughs> yes, he will. <laughs> um, I, so... I would uh, like to be adopted, if I may, by, by a citizen family so that I may work better within the military. That's good. Can all be arranged. Uh, um, Bella said, "Did you uh, did you actually get married over the?" Uh, <laughs> uh, if I didn't, I imagine I probably would be shortly uh, after, <laughs> like tomorrow. I see. No, yeah, you, yeah, you after you, the you uh, retirement. Mm -hmm. Yes, would have been able to have a, have a small party and. Uh, okay. Um, so yes, once once all these. Deeds and loans are distributed. He salutes each of you in turn and formally signs your discharge papers. Wow. Uh, there is one more thing. Um, we're obviously no longer a part of the military, but um, there is a, the knife you recovered. Um, it has unfortunately vanished. Seems it was stolen during the dedication ceremony. Uh, a guard was found dead. The only thing missing from the vault he, he was protecting was the knife. Um, what? A group of men were seen fleeing the area. Uh, guards managed to shoot one with a crossbow. He was uh, a gothic moaning in his strange language and apparently missing sections of his skin. I'm organizing I look over a team. at Galerius. <laughs> I'm organizing a team to, to track the men down. Um, it seems to be some kind of symbol to this new religion of theirs. I could send others after it, but I think you men and Corvus have the best chance of, of finding it. Of course. Well, um... Please talk to Corvus for me. I, I asked him to come to his to my office, but he refused. <laughs> I think that woman he's about to wed has him on a short leash. It's a sad way for a fighting man to end up. Yeah, better than some. <laughs> anyway, please convey my apologies for uh, missing his reception, but I have this mess to deal with now and just can't pull myself away. Good. And we will, fact, we will, yeah, we'll give him your regards. I'm sure he will be disappointed that you are not attending, but that will understand. He will understand. Yes. Okay. The uh, funny though that <laughs> he didn't come to get his <laughs> discharge papers signed. <laughs> when when was the knife actually stolen? 
um, yesterday, actually, yeah, during yesterday. the dedication. Okay. okay, it was, okay. Gotcha. And which direction are they headed? <laughs> you want us to go find out? We need some uh, guidance. Uh, unfortunately, Galeria seems to be a little exhausted still. Um, possibly back to Lydia. Of course. Lydia? Where they're Great. based. Okay, so you, um, you have a wedding to prepare for. Yes. I'll get myself my a year's salary, I'm afraid. <laughs> get myself a decent set, set of clothes. Yes, I will make sure to be paying much attention to the uh, uh, the Christian marriage room. <laughs> how, how do you know it's a Christian ceremony they're having? If it is. <laughs> if not, then I will be as nice as possible, even though they're using the wrong religion. <laughs> yes, you, you, you would know that Tilius Corvus isn't a Christian. Mm, well... I don't hold that against them too much. <laughs> Maybe you can try and convince them. <coughs> okay. Uh, so everyone can uh, assemble this, again this evening. Unless um, they have something else to do. Yes. I would like to go to the harbor and inquire if any ships have recently departed for Lydia. Like, you know, by recently, I mean like last night or today. Mm. <laughs> Um, yeah, you, you can talk to some of the, um, uh, people on the docks. They, they will say, yes, ships, ships sail for Lydia most days. Well, that's not very helpful. <laughs> just bought in the empire. What's this was guy's the, name? John Madden? <laughs> was the, uh, the goth that was, uh, shot down, was he, he was killed? Uh, yes, actually. So the, the the magister will have told you that the the guards killed him uh, when he drew a dagger as they uh, drew close, and he was the magister was was rather upset at this because he would have preferred to interrogate him. Sure. And they. Oh. So why do they? What's what evidence suggests that the thieves were headed toward to Lydia? There's no evidence, really, other no. than just a. Uh, <laughs> we just assume that's where all. They're. Just assume that's that's where they're from, <laughs> given that's where the cult was based. Um, were there were there plans to uh, have the augurer, whatever the seer, uh, somebody come and you know? cast smoke about and see if they can come up with some signs about where we should be headed? Hey, you can you can probably organize that. All right. That seems like a fine plan. Um, Excellent I, idea. I don't think we have any uh, leads otherwise. Could, well, maybe we could talk no. to, to the guards that did the shooting uh, of the one uh, thief that ran away. See if they heard anything or notice anything that wasn't, uh, you know, passed over to the Magister. 
any small details. Mm-hmm. They heard somebody talking and speaking in Gothic. Indeed. So, yeah, maybe I could go talk to those uh, guards who saw the people running away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Certainly do that. They uh, give you some. Uh, unfortunately, vague descriptions about hooded men and um, uh, strange patterns carved in the skin of the one that was killed. Hmm. And how many were there? Uh, they will say three, including the dead one. Hmm. And which direction were they running? point in a particular direction <laughs> towards one of the city gates <laughs> and and where was okay. the dagger actually being held though it would have been a vault um in a, a, a military compound somewhere they can they can show that to you if uh, if you wish well but that's yeah. that's my question so they were headed towards one of the gates so they were headed inland they weren't headed like towards the harbor or, or towards Tilius Corvus's house or Towards Galerius's house, or the, the the trouble is that you know this city is so large that just because they started off in that direction doesn't really. Well, of course, mm. but you got to start somewhere. Yes. Right. Did the guards at the gates see? Has anybody spoken to the guards at the gates? Whether they saw a, a two men run through? Uh, so yes, it was the it was the day of the dedication, and the um, most of the military personnel were were um, busy posted elsewhere. Oops. So well, there must they, have been tens the, of thousands of people coming and going. It would have been very easy to to disappear into a crowd. Well. Uh, I mean, I think that trail is cold. We should. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I just, I'm getting I just, the feeling that. <laughs> well, I'm retired. We've got a wedding to go to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wonder how they gained ingress to the vault. If uh, maybe maybe there's some corruption, or or someone let them in for a bag of money, or right, something had to have been unlocked, or whatever. Right. Exactly. Someone had to let them in, or they had to break in, or knock mm. someone out, or something. Well, they killed a guard. Right. They killed a guard. But I'm hoping that they have more than one guard on their fucking military vault. <laughs> well, and, and and some sort of, yeah, some sort of locks or something, some security. So that would all be good, too. Well, maybe while we're um, uh, casting... Testing futures at the at the vault, we can also look for any physical evidence. Spreading some entrails. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Bringing the goats in and seeing where they poop. Okay. So yeah, you can you can organize that. It probably probably won't be able to do so before the uh, before the evening's festivities. All right. Started and that works then. Okay. Something to do tomorrow. 
So, presupposing we survive the wedding. Right. <laughs> oh, Jim, you have little faith. A big if. A big if. if. Yeah, big, big. Uh, weddings are joyous occasions where, where <laughs> nothing bad could possibly happen. I don't know yeah. what you're saying. What could go wrong? We're on a boat! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes, you can assemble that evening. Um, Aboard the Plethora, it's a luxurious, wide-hulled pleasure barge. Yeah, it it's is. It's been nicely decorated with silk banners, uh, purple and white, hanging lanterns. There's a group of uh, musicians playing some nice, gentle music as you uh, get aboard the barge. I eye the others to see if they brought a plus one. Uh, a plus one dagger. <laughs> well, technically I brought a plus three if, if you count the Holy Trinity. <laughs> <laughs> you brought the Holy Trinity to a pagan wedding. Oh, my friends, you should, you should marry. It is, it, is, uh, it is good. It is a good thing. So the reception is quite small. There's there's yourselves and about uh, two dozen other guests. Uh, the bride and groom are below deck getting ready. Everyone's obviously dressed up rather nicely. Colourful, flowing garments. The barge sets out. Gets paddled out of harbour. Anchors about a mile or so offshore, and you can see the new capital illuminated by the slowly setting sun. There is, of course, food and wine, various ales, if you so wish. Ooh, ales, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'll have some, uh, have some ale. And at sunset, the lamps are lit. You see the lady Eudusia and Tilius Corvus make their entrance. And there's a round of applause from all the guests. And Corvus nods over at you all. He seems seems somewhat distant. As he should be. Uh a young priest comes up and forms the marriage ceremonies. They exchange their vows and they kiss. Can you all make insight wow. rolls? That kiss does not look genuine. As, as soon as Jonathan, as soon as you said looks distant, I was like, oh no. Oh no. Insight. What is base Night. what is base uh-huh. insight? Psychology, right? It's psychology, which is like five or one or something really low. What did you roll? I think it's. Five I want to know how much how much luck I need to spend. In, <laughs> in insight base is five. Is five okay? So I I I, I I I rolled a seventeen. So if my if I have to burn less than you, then I'm more than willing to. I can tell you that I don't so, know enough. 
I'm sorry, base is black for me to burn. Base is ba five. Base is five, so yes. That's going to be. Okay, so I will burn uh, a fair bit of luck and pass. <laughs> Normal success. <laughs> so yes, you 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 notice some something isn't quite right. He Tilia seems seems detached and uh, possibly haunted by the the horrors that you shared in Lydia. He's is it just me, friends, or does Tilia seem slightly pale? That guest did not look particularly happy or passionate. Oh, I think it's just you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> fair enough. Wine is passed round for the uh, wedding toast, and uh, as they are pronounced, man and wife. I, I slip one of the knives from the buffet table into uh, into my sleeve. Awesome. Okay. Well, now he's a military man, so would he be getting married in his formal military dress, even though he was like uh, he? No, he is retired he is, military. Um, okay. He he is wearing. Uh, you know, traditional wedding gowns. So, uh, yeah, the um, Corvus lifts his cup, looks around, and drinks a toast. Oh, you're here. You're here. All that. Salute. Okay. I'm just going to pretend to drink. I'm not actually drinking. <laughs> Anyone else not drinking? I drink. Uh, I'm toasting, sure. Something is wrong, and I am concerned. Okay. <laughs> I am nervous. Mm -hmm. Everyone else is drinking. You see Canarius <laughs> taking, a, taking a nice big swig as well. Of course he is. <laughs> of course he is. Uh. He's, he's the other one I don't trust right now. So after the um, <laughs> after the toast, Corvus says, "I drink to the friends of Tribune Comitus Tilius Corvus." And he looks directly at the investigators. He's actually <clears throat> staring directly at you, Belisir. Of course he is. But Corvus is dead. Oh, I have no need of friends. Uh, those of you who drank uh -huh. feel a twisting, burning wave of nausea in your in your guts. Hooray. Of course. As you see Corvus grab his bride and suddenly you see he has long fangs and he rips them into into her throat, rips her throat out and starts drinking her blood. I'm gonna Can leap I? I'm gonna leap oh. at him with the really? knife that I grabbed from the table. Okay. <laughs> really Can I have, indeed. After Can the I have sanity roll rolls from everyone, please? Uh, somehow I made it. Oh at one. I pass. <laughs> I have the beer courage. Uh, anyone fail? No. Very same lot. One d four for for failing for for succeeding. Sorry. One d four for success. Okay. Yes. Two. Okay. What about uh, for an two. odd one? Also two. <laughs> uh. Well, let's see. Probably won't make much difference. Um. Those of you who drank, can you please make constitution rolls? Oh, crap. Okay. Oh, we can run like that. I've got a hard success. Okay. Con. Oh, what? Um, 
don't know if you believe this, but I rolled another odd one. Okay, so you got an extreme. <laughs> yes. Okay. And I'm loving these dice today. Let's see, Edwin. Edwin, did you fail? Um, I'm about to pass normal pass with luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, um, you think this is a critical roll? <laughs> unless you got an extreme success, I was afraid you of that. lose four d ten hit points. Wow! Four d ten. Wow! Awesome. One, thank two. you. Been nice knowing you guys. Three, twenty-four. Crap. I'm dead. Okay. Holy twenty-four. Crap. I'm on minus ten. So it, it it takes a while. It takes a way to to uh, to act. You imagine this sort of damage taking place over the next few rounds. So you at least get to witness. What oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> But you, you are basically uh, you know, in agony. You can't really take much, take much action or move. Um, Edwin, how many points did you lose? Uh, 24. Okay. So you lost the same dead. as me. Um, yeah. Emmerich, for yeah. your extreme success, lose 2d10. Uh, 13. So I'm at two. Let me make a con to see if I'm oh, up. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say as you've got, you got an extreme on your con roll, you, you can stay conscious. <laughs> okay, I also made, I made it anyway before okay. I said So I, I, I made a 12. So you, Okay, you are, yeah. you are, you are sort of in, in, in pain, but you can, you can move. You can take action. If you the can. power of God <laughs> compels me. <laughs> um, Jim, uh, or Belisir, rather, you... Um, were unaffected as you did not drink. And you say you have a knife? Yep. Okay. So what are you doing? Uh, I am going to kill this evil skin thing with the fangs and the whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make a... What do you, what do you see? You, you've got a knife. Well, um, I'm, I'm hoping that you know, it's like one of the big carving knives. It's like approximately <laughs> the size, shape, and weight of a short sword. Yeah, sure. Why not? That would let's, be let's, awesome. <laughs> let's say you have a short sword. <laughs> uh, even better. Okay, so uh, I swing and I hit. Okay, let's see. So as you as you um, uh, come over to attack, you see that uh, that Tilius he, he he drops his dead wife down to the uh, to the floor and. Um, Pulls a uh, a sword out from the uh, the podium and turns to face you, foul thing. And so, what kind of level I, of success did you get? I got a normal success. Okay, he gets a hard success of course as he, he swings at you with this long sword. Of course, he does. And he does. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Well, at least you didn't drink the poison. <laughs> uh, eight points of damage. You go down like a man. Right. That'll be a con roll. And I fail my con roll. <laughs> go down like a dead man. <laughs> and, well, that was brief. <laughs> as you as you collapse down, bleeding from a, a, a mortal wound to your gut, 
your guts spill forth. Uh, you see, you see all around you. Guests and servants are, are screaming in agony, um, and you see whatever used to be Corvus is is darting around with with supernatural speed, and um, he is cutting down anyone who remains. I'm going to try and uh, run and grab and tackle his ass off the ship. Okay. Yep, so this would be... Yeah, you can make a, make a brawl roll to try and do that. 62 is a success. And I'll burn as much luck as I need to beat him. Combat. 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 Oh, yes. Okay, let's see. So you... Um, you... You tackle him, okay, and uh, he's he's sort of slightly distracted by cutting down one of the servants who didn't join in the toast. And <laughs> as you grab hold of him, he he turns and can you make a strength roll to try and try and wrestle with him? Yes, my strength is eighty-five. And I get another 60-something. 68 uh, is a regular success. And you you feel he is just supernaturally strong. This this is this is not normal. And he you know you're you're a you're a strong man, a big man. Um, you you know you've always actually been stronger than than Tilius Corvus and and larger than him. But he just seems seems a lot more solid, a lot stronger. He he, it's like you're a, a small child trying to wrestle with a with a fully grown man. He just he just overpowers you completely, and he wrenches your arm completely, and it, it dislocates from your shoulder. And he then, let's see, he reaches out, uh, or he he bites down on you. Um, and you can try and fight back. Um, yeah. <laughs> 40. Um, yeah, 40. So that is a regular success. Yep. And with his roll of 11, he <laughs> bites down into your neck and does uh, 5, 6, 7, 8 points of damage. As he starts drinking your blood, um, I'm dead. It's amazing how these stories keep getting written when all the protagonists <laughs> <laughs> are dead at the end of it. I don't understand. But, well, this 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 Bellasier fellow, this Bellasier fellow, he 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 was only knocked unconscious. Perhaps he survived to write the story. I thought he was sliced open as soon as he fell. No, no, I'm, I'm certain he just... He was <laughs> gravely wounded. <laughs> and fell unconscious. I one of the servants or something. That's right. This is like the one servant in the background just shaking his head, like, uh, jumps off the back <laughs> of the ship. He just immediately dives in the water and swims away. <laughs> yeah. The smart one. Huh. Oh... They all seem to have tragic endings. 
They do. I, I hope they're not uh, telling telling of what may happen with us. Although we have had our, our share of tragedy. <laughs> as well. So yes, um, uh, Bella, sir, as you as you lay dying, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, you you see uh, Corvus sort of quickly dispatches everyone else, and then he. He lights a fire um, on the barge, and he turns. He looks at you, and he's covered in blood. His you know, his his robe is soaked, and he laughs like a maniac. Turns into a bat, and flies away. In and the future, Zelda will wonder if this is the same vampire that <coughs> the party. Yeah. In, your, in your last moment, maybe maybe you managed to to throw yourself overboard. Maybe. <laughs> yes. We'll never know. That is the end of that flashback. Mm. So, those of you who are sitting in the uh, hotel in uh, Vinkovici. Or actually, I believe it was um, um, uh, Gary's character was was reading the um, the scenario. Yes, and probably at just about the time you finish, you mm-hmm. see you see some people enter, holding something you might recognise. Just a little little thing called the Mimsahis. His face goes white. That wouldn't be the dagger. Yes. I was just reading about this. We found it, but at what cost? Well, by what I've just read, it seems that, and the other story that we had, it seems that everybody seems to die around this dagger. Yes, you're... Your friend, uh, your friend is dead. Um, the mechanic fellow. How did he die? Oh, well. (laughs) (sighs) Yes, good, you're sitting down. Um, let me tell you (laughs) the story of this evening. And I will begin to yarn the tale of uh, the cultists and the compound. So Zelda, Zelda, and Lloyd were back at the hotel. That's that's right. Um, yep. yep. Really reading through this manuscript together. <laughs> so, is there any description in the manuscript such that it would indicate that the uh, the knife that was discussed that was stolen? That would indicate that that is the Memsahis, or is it something else? Yes, the the description. Uh, there's 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 a passage in the in the text that describes it, um, and it's it's, it's fairly um, unmistakable. Okay. So, who actually has the knife? Is it um, Jasmina? Uh, Jasmina has the knife. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Ah, uh, yes, this was the, uh, okay. I'm, I'm... Well, excellent, excellent. Come in, come in. Let me make you some tea. You must be famished. <laughs> oh, thank you, yes. That would be, that would be great. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Do do any of you need need tending to some solve some balm? Uh, A little you know, I, I I don't know. I'd have to ask my keeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I don't think so. I think I'm fine. <laughs> I feel all right. Survived the. Yeah, made made it through the night without a without a scratch. I don't remember. Wait, let's let's go back to this. Um, did I did I jot this down? <laughs> uh, oh, screw it, retcon. Let's say you're you're feeling fine. <laughs> no notes, no wounds. Uh, <laughs> Just the psychological wounds from seeing. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Death definitely. of a mechanic. That was a horrid, horrid place and a horrid man that. Killed my father. Well, I must say, all of these, all of these evil cultists and monsters and so forth, all seem very, very weak. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't seem to pose as much of a challenge as I would have imagined. <laughs> I fought one, you fought another, and cultists, and not a scratch on us. <laughs> well, we did, we did lose a couple people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no injuries, just deaths. <laughs> exactly. It's well, all or nothing. Trim the fat. Potato, potato. Cut out the weak ones. <laughs> <laughs> so I believe Jasmina wrapped the, uh, the knife up. Yeah. Anyone want to examine it? Um, I'm sure Lloyd yeah. wants to examine it after he's been doing yeah. so much reading. Yeah, definitely. Lloyd will definitely want to take a good look at it. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, this this is uh, this seems to be what my father thought was so dangerous. Be be careful. And I will pass it to him. And he takes it and looks at it. Says, if this is indeed the, if this is indeed the right dagger, which to me it looks like, then yes, it is extremely dangerous. So it's it's got a um, it's got a curved blade. Um, it's uh, the blade itself is made of some kind of jet black stone. Uh, the edge is, is razor-sharp. Razor um, strangely enough, it appears to have been shaped by, by flint napping. It has that, that texture to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the handle is made from bone and is wrapped in a strange bluish-green leather. Okay. It's about uh, nine inches long in total, about four inches of blade and five inches of handle. I believe you have a uh, you have an image in the um yep. in the I believe so. And yeah, we, kn- 
we know or at least believe from not this latest one, but I think from like the previous uh, flashback slash journal slash whatever it was uh, that this can actually cut through or cut apart the um, simulacrum, similar. right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that was from the previous yeah. one. That, that was the whole point of coming here to look for it, I think. Right. In case it came in handy at some point. when For later, when the simulacrum comes to life. Or... Well, plus it's a horrible, horrible, dark, evil knife that allows, like, mutant things to be made. I think that's a good reason to get it off the streets. Out of the hands he of those kids. Seen- we seem to be collecting horrible, horrible, dark, evil objects. Yes, it's as if we're bad people. <laughs> so Running around killing people and collecting dark, evil objects. So, so what do we do with it? Well, it does seem my father tried to, from what I understand, tried to destroy it at the uh, cement factory. I suspect he must have been killed there. Perhaps we could do that. Wait, no, we need this. Yes, perhaps we should keep it with us in case... Because we could use it to destroy the simulacrum. But is not... You are... Could we not just... If we didn't collect the simulacrum and didn't put it together, then it wouldn't need to get destroyed. No, but there are other people trying to collect it and put it together as well. We're trying to stop them. Yes. Better us put it, it together and then destroy it rather than somebody else putting it together and then using it. I see. I it, see. Seem, it seems I, I was told that there was this guy back in England who <laughs> got a group of people together to do this. <laughs> <laughs> None of them are here. <laughs> but that, that fat man was from that group, no? <laughs> Yes, yes, my poor Tomas, my nephew. Oh, oh that's right. We have the we have the bloodline connection now. Yes. <laughs> At least there's some good reason for someone to be here. <laughs> oh, my friend, the the priest um, was also part of the group. Yes. Yes, the Italian fellow who was with us briefly. Yes. Well, the no, no, no. The, uh, no, no, the original, oh. the original father. <laughs> yeah, the original father. <laughs> the forefather. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was the best one. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, when the heck is the train leaving so we can get the hell out of this town? Yeah. Yes, I think that is good. The unrest is over. Uh, the trains are open. Convenient. I think we can leave in the morning, perhaps. Oh, whenever the next train is. As soon as possible. Let's have a look when the next train is. We don't we have a? We call down to the desk. <laughs> when is the next train out of this town? That's a very good question. Um. I'm looking back, trying to find the. I I do have a copy of timetable somewhere. It would be nice if it was in my notebook. Didn't we have the timetable put in our notes? 
but we wouldn't have to necessarily right at the beginning. Yeah, Um, we wouldn't necessarily take the uh, the uh, express out of here. Although we probably would. uh, Hey, we just want the next train to. We're going to Belgrade or Sofia, which is next. That is the Orient Express. Belgrade is next. Uh, but there might be some other... There, other, there might be locals, yeah, uh, local trains. That, that leaves and arrives, that leaves before and arrives before the uh, Orient Express. Yeah. I don't know where my timetable is. Let's say it's um, sometime in the morning. Um yeah, it will be uh, an early morning train. All right. Perfect. Hotel Europa. I can't see the timetable. Oh, the uh, Hotel Moscow has a has a pastry shop. <laughs> so we wait until morning and leave. Okay. Yep. That sounds like it. I've completely lost my timetable. Um, I'm not sure which book it is in. This will be mm-hmm. okay. So this will be Sunday morning, I guess. Sunday, the fourth of February. Well, there should be the um, uh, uh, a military band playing on the slope of dreaming. If we get there in time, it might be lovely. A nice rest. Well, that sounds wonderful, it's Jasmina. Chilly, it's chilly. <laughs> Jean-Paul left me his traveler's companion. <laughs> Yes, probably the National Museum is closed on Sunday. We might need to wait till Monday anyway. Yes. Don't have the timetable. Daily, 9 to 12... Oh, it looks lovely. This will be a nice, a nice respite. Oh well, never mind. So, uh, yes, you can. Uh, what actually happens in Brinkovici? Brinkovici stays in Brinkovici. So you can find out that, yes, the um, the military has 
found the headquarters of the the LPV, and uh, there was a a gun battle. Um, uh, eight of their uh, of these terrorists were fatally shot. Um, that um, the others were captured, and the. Yeah, the um, the concierge at the hotel will say that the the track is being repaired, uh, should be fully repaired um, uh, this evening, and uh, eastbound service can resume tomorrow. Excellent. There's still a wait to leave this city. <laughs> There's still plenty of troops in town, um, but they are uh, a, a lot more relaxed, and they're letting people through checkpoints without without really checking. So um, you have to get to the um, to the train station early the next morning. I'm sure we're going to be waiting like a half an hour early. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's just go. Is everyone ready? We're not missing this train. (laughs) Get in our big trunk and. Okay. So everyone, everyone can assemble. Jasmina, what are you doing? Yeah. What do you mean? What am I doing? I am. What are you doing? Accompanying these these uh, these people, but uh, I think we should. I would like to send the um, the other the trunk, the boxes to the. Um, I guess we can take it with us, right, to the museum. Yes. Yes, I will. Um, I will take charge of these of these items that were taken out of the dig, so I can bring them to the museum at my my father's wishes. Okay. You can do that. Uh when you get to the train station you see there are there are several other Orient Express passengers that you recognize. Um they're waiting around. Uh some seem to be talking fondly of their, their little hunting trip um at the lodge. Uh, quite a few others are just grumbling about the whole ordeal of being stuck in this godforsaken backwater. <laughs> Dr. Jordanov and Sophia. Yeah. And I'm going to carry the Mimsa. He's with me. I okay. figured as much. <laughs> the blade is what? A third of your height, Zelda? <laughs> <laughs> Is it that big? What are you? Um, how are you? How are you carrying it? Is it? Is it that big? I thought it was just a knife size. Nine inches. Nine <laughs> inches long. That's not, that's not bad. I know. I was just giving you shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's no. Nice, the knife's not close. that big. Zelda's just that small. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would work perfectly to to help keep the bun your your hair bun in. Just oh, a little God. little hair oh, God. <laughs> do you do you do anything with the knife? Do you uh, wrap do you... wrap it up and stick okay. it in one of my many voluminous pockets? Right, fair enough. 
Okay. Bear that in mind. Pesky uh, gangrene. I know I've got so just a thing for that here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know what a good knife would come, might come in handy. And I, if, right. if you don't need the knife, I have the tea. So everything's covered. Please let us get out of this town alive. <laughs> so the Orient Express staff will help you all onto the train. And you can settle down in either the, the lounge car or in your cabins. And eventually the train pulls out to Vinkovici. And heads on towards Belgrade. Okay, let's see. Um, you can each... Um, uh, so everyone except for Jasmina uh, can gain 1d3 sanity points. Oh, that will come in handy. Three. A whole three. Yay. Two. Uh, one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reward for actually rescuing Jasmina. <laughs> um, for locating the body of Dr. Dragomir Morick and solving his murder, uh, 1d3 sanity points. Two. Four, everyone. Nice. Three. One. Zelda yes 1d3 sanity points just because I'm so pretty <laughs> for defeating a monstrosity single-handedly <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be two okay um, let's see who went to the to the battle at the compound that was Jasmina and Edmund um, gain 1d3 sanity points. Oh, another three. And you two again. No. Um, okay, everyone then also gain 1d2 for obtaining the Mim Sahis. And two more. Yeah, two more. Okay, you can also roll your ticks and your luck. Right. Nice. Luck first. Uh, zero one. No, it's not going to help. So we yes. have to fail the roll yes. and then we get a d10, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. First aid. No. Ah, hidden goes up. By My, luck's, My luck's gone up. My luck's gone up as well, by one. Yay. <laughs> First aid, no. yes, that goes up by four. That's, oh, no, first aid she used. Awesome. I only got two skills. Eight. Two roll. Spot Zero, one, no. That's not going to go up. <laughs> 
guess it was just just first aid and spot hidden. Luck. Yes, on the luck. That is lucky. Nice. All my skills increase. Firearms first aid, Croatian, listen, and spot hidden. Excellent. Glad to teach you a little Croatian. Yes. Ever the teacher. I got history, spot hidden, track, and geology. Nice. (laughs) What's your geology now? Eleven. Ooh. Make a geology roll. <laughs> awesome, on the knife. Uh, no. You cannot identify the material of the knife. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, everyone ticked up. So, yes, you can uh, relax during the short journey. Um, Should be due in Belgrade around 9 o'clock, 9 a.m. Is there anything you wish to do on the journey? Uh, keep a weather eye out for Turks and fascists. <laughs> there will be a couple of Turks on the train. But then, that isn't unusual on the Orient Express. I meant the shifty kind of Turk. Ah. <laughs> the kind with a non-removable fez. Yes. <laughs> Companions a little better. Um, what do you, uh, how do you pass the time? Do you do sort of stay in your cabin or? Go into the dining cart for some breakfast. Um, we just have a few hours. Yes. Yeah, I think some breakfast and uh, watch the scenery. Definitely breakfast in the dining car. Oh yes, a good hearty breakfast. Um, yes, yeah, so you can go and have a nice breakfast. Um, 
at one of the tables opposite to you. You um, just try just for mm. sorry, bear with me. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no reason to make this easy. Um, okay. So we uh, we have still three parts that we have. Torso, oh, four parts: torso, two legs, and an arm. Yeah, we need. We only need two more parts. Yeah. We or we need can what was it? head and head a right head. arm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Or we can arrange our own destruction. And we still need. Aren't we? We're still like missing a bunch of scrolls, right? Scrolls. Yeah, we, we haven't yeah. found a bunch of those scrolls. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Scrolls that allow that have it get put together, right? No, not necessarily. The scrolls were something separate, I think, because we were going to meet up with that one guy who knows how to, supposedly knows how to destroy the... No, no, the scrolls actually meant to tell us how to destroy it. Well, I I think they could tell us how to destroy it ourselves, so we wouldn't have to rely on that guy. But I think our initial... Beginning of the notes, named person? Uh... (laughs) No, you're thinking of the one of the backstories. They met they'll due to meet someone in to destroy. Oh, that's the other flashback. Gosh. Yeah, that was the first flashback. No, hold on. Hold on. Let me look. Yeah, we'll try to find. The only sure way to destroy the statue is in its original home, a place in Constantinople known as the Shand Mosque. A ritual to destroy is utter, it utterly is included in a set of documents known as the De- Stefkar Scrolls. Mm. And of which we only have one, like one, right? Yeah, we've got the scroll of the head. So we're still just hoping the rest will disappear at some point. Yeah, like everything well, I else know. there, I guess. <laughs> I mean, we can always check uh, the library in, in um, Constantinople. I'm sure that's where they're, they're waiting, yeah. Perhaps they will have just been stolen. That sounds like something that would be on the shelves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right next to, you know, who... Um, the Necronomicon. <laughs> Turkish edition. To be a good uh, antique dealer, we'll have some scrolls. <laughs> Certainly when we talk to the uh, museum man in Sofia, the professor there, the researcher, we can uh, see if he knows anything about this, these traditions. Okay, so 
clan. I was going to say you see opposite you, and uh, you don't. So <laughs> you see some nondescript people opposite you eating their dinner. Of course, we have a plan. We have the same plan we've always had. We'll just <laughs> randomly show up somewhere and wait for coincidence to happen. Exactly. <laughs> plan to take over the world. <laughs> Now, I just realized we don't know um we don't know what, what Randall's new character is going to be. Mm. Perhaps a uh, yeah. perhaps a senior security guard at the National History Museum in Belgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Well, naturally. But whoever it is is sitting right across from us at the breakfast in the dining car, and we chat with him for a while. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, he could be an ex-cultist who's changed his ways and decided to go straight. And knows all the secrets. Yeah, there's just all this missing skin from his face. um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'll go over well with our social interactions. You look like a trustworthy fellow. Hello. Breakfast companion, how do you feel about an adventure? Yes. So there are, there are a variety of, of, of interesting-looking fellows and ladies around you that uh, <laughs> are generic enough that <laughs> could be repurposed. Um, uh, well, I will, uh, I'll talk to Randall and we'll sort something out for next time. Um, yep. Yeah. Anyway, the journey is rather uneventful and pulls into Belgrade at 9 a.m. exactly. Wow. Nice. Very prompt, yeah. this train. <laughs> Let's see. I'll give you a map of Belgrade. Hopefully. Head on the Danube. Looks lovely. Oh, Europa, Moskva, and Petrograd. Ooh, well, Petrograd is that uh, better. I got sound again. <coughs> I was. I wasn't. Very prepared, and I haven't prepared this chapter's handouts. <laughs> they should have done so in advance, but oh well. So bear with me as I make this one on the fly. This is the Belgrade map. Yep. So, yes. Uh, obviously, the Orient Express staff do their um, normal routine of helping you off the train. Your luggage is carried down if you wish it to be. I think I will um, carry down the actual trunk. Okay, it's rather heavy. Probably needs two people to carry it. Anybody? I I will. Yes, I will assist you, Mr. Edwards. Thank you. Well, perhaps we should just stay across the street here at the Hotel Petrograd. It seems very convenient and uh, 
perhaps less expensive than some of the others. So the the weather is um, is cold, and you see there are just there are just hordes of people around. Um, the station is busy with other local services, not just the Orient Express. And you see all kinds of different ethnic costumes and a variety of languages being spoken. And as you leave the the rail car, you are soon surrounded by by a variety of small people, ambitious youths who try to try to rip your luggage from your hands and um, load it onto different luggage carts and attempt to take these things in different directions all the while babbling at you in unintelligible languages. Like like mine. Indeed. Croatian. <laughs> um, if they try and grab the 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 steamer trunk with the you know with every you know the simulacrum stuff in it, I'll start screaming back at them in Croatian, like "Get out of here, <laughs> punks!" They're, they're they're basically saying uh, you know, things along the lines of oh, "I show you hotel, you come, you come." No, get you out of shopping. here. Good shopping. Are any no. are any of them gypsy boys? Ooh. That is a very good question. Yes. Uh, in that case, uh, I will call to them in in our unintelligible language. <laughs> uh, and tell them that there will be a small reward if they keep the rest of this rabble away from us. Okay. Um, and I will let them know that I am local and uh, not need guidance. Uh, yeah. Okay. So you 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 identify some likely looking youths and talk to them in Romani, and they they seem surprised to see um, <laughs> someone speaking their language just just getting off the Orient Express. But uh, they uh, <laughs> they do their best, and they um, they say yes, grandmother. Oh yes, and uh, they quickly form a, a sort of cordon around you. Very good, Joe. Very good, boys. Thank you. And they say, oh, so, uh, where, where, where have you come from? Oh, I've been traveling with the, uh, my friends here. Tell me, do any of you know when the National Museum opens? Is it open today? They Daily, raise their five. eyebrows and look confused. The the what? I I know where the uh, I show you the market, the bazaar. <laughs> Perhaps one of you would run off and find out. Make an intimidate roll. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to actively. This is just, this is just your passive intimidation. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a problem. <laughs> okay. Yep. They will. They will run off and do so. <laughs> Gypsies, as they age, they gain, you know, passive levels in intimidation. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 
Um, while that happens, you see uh, a, a young man who's uh, dressed rather neatly um, with, with neat, clean hair, and he he approaches your group, and um, let's see, he will talk to... probably address himself, him, himself to Edmund and Jasmina and, and say... Uh, in English, may I be of assistance? Uh, who who are you? I'm uh, Peter. Peter Wittkt. Wittkt. Don't know how you pronounce that. God. Um, Neither does he. Obviously. Indeed. You you seem to have uh, some gypsies. Uh, is everything okay? Uh oh. Don't be talking yes. shit on Zipsies. <laughs> yes, yes, everything is fine. We we only we are only going twenty yards here. We're fine, thank you. Uh you you have uh you know a hotel you want to go to? Yes, it's right there, right behind you. Turn around, look, see? The hotel. Right there. Yes. Ah. Thank you very much, sir. Oh you should uh, no, You've you been should very helpful. The, uh, the hotel um uh, Moskva is a much better hotel. I'm sure I can, I can take you there if you want. And you pay for our room as well. <laughs> oh, no. No, that's, uh, it's, that's not necessary. Get away from a strange person. Uh, Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, have, have a nice day. Goodbye. You too. He heads off towards another group of tourists. Well, I, I have heard the pastries there are good, but perhaps we'll just visit. Okay. So you're heading across the road to the Hotel Petrograd? Yeah. I mean, unless there's objections. Nope. Okay. Uh, a small gypsy child will return to Zelda and say, uh, you, you want the uh, National Museum? Yes. Uh, open tomorrow. Oh, excellent. Thank you. I, I can show you the, uh, the bazaar if you want uh, good shopping. I've seen quite enough of the bazaar. Oh, the bazaar. <laughs> By all kinds of things. Uh, many, many treasure. Ottoman, Habsburg, Byzantine, Roman. Uh, everything you want. Are there any good scroll shops? <laughs> yes, many, many scrolls and pottery and all kinds. I can get you a good price. Perhaps we could uh, set our luggage down and check in and... Uh change, and then uh, we can go explore the city a bit. Yes. Sounds wonderful. I hate to see you two uh, holding this trunk in the middle of the street all day. <laughs> huh, huh. Okay, so uh, Zelda's little group of gypsies will, will help you carry your luggage across the road. <laughs> and when they deposit your things they sort of stand there with their hands outstretched expectantly. 
Uh, I will give them some money. Okay. They smile and beam at you and say, Oh, we, we, we stay. You want, you want guide? We, we be here? Yes, uh, stay around. We might need your help later. Uh, <laughs> see, you, see you later. Okay. So you can check into the hotel, arrange some rooms. It's a yeah. rather well-appointed hotel. It's good service. It's maybe not not as nice as some of the hotels you've stayed at previously, but still still nice. Keyway to the Balkans. Um Yeah, so I think uh we should do all those things and then I think it would be fun to walk around the bazaar. I think that would be very interesting. Yeah. And perhaps the uh, perhaps we can look at the fort. Where's the bazaar? Great marketplace. There we go. Where's Jasmina from again? Um. <laughs> Isn't she from, uh, oh, dang. I think, I thought it was Belgrade. That's, that's kind of what I'm thinking, and I'm, so I just thought I'd maybe check in a little bit here. <laughs> I thought she was from Belgrade, but then they moved to where the dig site was happening. Well, he did. She did. Yeah, she more. Right, oh, right, she came after, right. Yeah, she just came with a letter. But anyway, that's her reasoning for being in that area, I think. Oh, definitely, to look after her father, yeah. Right. I think she might be ready to give you all a tour. <laughs> Perhaps invite you over for, for tea at the house. <laughs> yeah, because if she's from Belgrade, then she, yeah, she should have an apartment or something there. Well, she—I she think she lived with her. She would have lived with her dad at the house, and right. Uh, well, clearly Perfect. there's extra rooms there now. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't find the part of the uh, previous chapter that says where where she's from. Everyone is from. Um, in here. Uh, you know, that's the first time. Shows up. Ah, Jasmina Morik, daughter of archaeologists. She asks us to escort her dad is staying with a Serbian friend. Dearest Jasmina. Nothing there. Uh, she used to spell her name with an S before we found out that she spelled it with a Z. Um, 
in the hotel. Sent letter to Jasmina, but it doesn't say where she was. Huh. I don't know if the scenario actually specifies. Ah. Uh, I don't know. Did, I don't know if she's a planned takeover NPC though. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that would make sense that they don't mention it then. Mm. Right. But you made that bed, Jonathan. So. Uh, <laughs> Now you gotta look. Now you have to figure out. Now you have to figure out a way to kill her. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be easy. Uh, I mean, uh, no. Uh, so uh, there's a university that Doctor Morick works at, and there's a secretary there that we sent a, a telegram to. Um, and that was Belgrade. That's Belgrade, right? Okay. Um, well, yeah, that's where. So it seems like that's where he. He's from. Could just explain it away and say you were traveling. <laughs> you just were a jet setter. Well, it might not be a problem for her to know Belgrade. I don't know. I mean, yeah, okay. I'll. I'll why not? Let's say you. You know. You know the city. Um, I'm sure there's still many areas I don't know well. It's mm. a complicated city, especially Turkish town. <laughs> okay, so um, is anyone going to... Stay behind at the hotel, or is everyone going to head out to the bazaar? Well, most well, we'll heading to the bazaar. Well, somebody should I'll stay, stay and guard the simulacrum. Right. Yeah, I'll stay behind. And, unfortun- and unfortunately, we don't have a uh, leftover. Right? Don't have I don't have yet. Do <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll stay behind. Uh. <laughs> Right. Okay. Where are you heading? Um, so yeah, let's let's head to the uh, bazaar. I guess we'll just head uh, head north. Mm-hmm. Scroll shops. Show you them the walk, hotel. Walk past there. the Na- national museum if you want, and see where you plan to go. Uh, eventually, yeah, yeah. So up, up past the Hotel Moskva, and then mm-hmm. uh, the post office is a beautiful building, mm-hmm. and then uh, over to uh, the National Museum and the Grand Marketplace. Okay. That'd be lovely. A nice uh, miles walk, maybe maybe a mile and a half. Okay, so you eventually 
make your way to the bazaar in the Turkish quarter. And the bazaar itself is is crowded and pungent and very, very loud. Uh, there are Make sure you hundreds... cover your wallets in here. <laughs> there are hundreds of um, permanent covered stalls and thousands of people wandering between them. There's a lot of pushing and yelling and there is um, the smell of perfumes and fruit and herbs, meat, spices. Uh, Jean-Paul would have um... loved it or hated it. <laughs> you see there are there are many stores that, that seem to be selling antiquities and religious relics. So I've never never looked at any of these dealers. I don't know if they're legitimate or not, but this is the part of the bazaar that, that has uh, paper goods and historical artifacts and things. They might have some, some scrolls here. I want to try and look for, like, try and assess um, the, you know, what looks to be maybe, like, the oldest or most established shop. Okay, so you're sort of wandering back and forth around the the antiquities. Right. Either maybe the one that nobody's going in because it's super old and small, or Mm -hmm. the one that nobody's going in because it looks super nice and expensive. Okay, make... What role are you proposing to make? Um... Let's, uh, hmm. I mean, I guess I could, I could, I could do library use, like stopping at each one of the stalls Mm. and kind of like looking for a couple minutes, like poke my head in, look around, look at the scrolls. Um, I'd say you could do, you could do an appraise role, maybe. Appraise. Okay. I can do, I can do appraise. I have a 50% in appraise. So let's see here. 23. Um, so hard success. That, yeah, that's a hard success. Yeah, you, you, so they're not really sort of, there aren't many permanent shops here. Yeah. The kind you can sort of walk in and browse around. They are, they are mostly stalls. Um, but you come across one that, that seems to be selling books, large leather bound books and, Seem to be various bits of parchment and scrolls. Okay. Yes. Well, I think I'll have a more close look at this store. Okay. And uh, looking for, um, since I've seen the scroll of the head now, while we were packing and unpacking stuff, I'll look for stuff about the same, um, I guess. Time period, age range, mm. uh, material, um, materials-wise. 
you can well, I'll, find... I'll ask, I can ask the guy if there's yeah. like a period of time, like where, what section is this period of time? They, you know, <laughs> where's, do you have a sorting system here or do you use the uh, Dewey Decimal System? Um, so you are, you are basically trying to look for, um, either transcripts or, um, uh, background information about that time or area, um, Yeah, I will, I will translate for him so that we don't lose anything in the uh, that wonderful description of what I'm looking for. Exactly. <laughs> okay. It's a scholar interested in scrolls from uh, from this period and this region, and perhaps you'd have something for him. Mm. Okay. Um, so make. Yeah, so the stall holder will sort of will say, oh, that's very, very old stuff you're looking for. Um, hmm, very well, expensive. Yes, well, I, I looked around for quite some time, and uh, out of all the shops, yours seemed like the place to uh, actually find something of value. Wink, wink, I, nodge, nodge. I, I told him that, uh, yes, that you were the best of the uh, of the dealers and the only one likely to... To be able to to meet his needs, he has an eye thing. I'm not sure why he's winking. <laughs> <laughs> See, he'll um, he'll reach down behind the uh, the counter and pull out a, um, a dusty old box and he bring that out and put it on top and say, "Well, maybe something from here." Oh. Yes, well, have a look if if you don't. Yeah, well, yes, let's let me see. What what have you got? <laughs> and you can find some manuscripts that appear to be in Arabic. Great. Where is Lloyd when you need him? <laughs> um, yeah. Make a. Um, Archaeology roll. Ooh, I will roll on that as well. We're looking at these. Nope. Nope. Yep, they look genuine. They look old. Yeah, they do. Um, he starts trying to haggle with you. He says, uh, "Can I make a psychology roll on him?" Twenty pounds. Twenty pounds for three. And how many are there in that little box that he has? Uh, say about 10, 12. 80 pounds, 60 pounds for the lot. Yeah, 60 pounds for all, all of the whole box. Uh, 70. 65. Yeah, you have a deal. <laughs> deal. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Pay the man. 
you have bought some old looking scrolls. Sweet. Okay. Um, Zelda. Yeah. Yes. See. May actually make a spot hidden roll. Perhaps I do not see. What is my spot hidden these days? I think it just went up. So. <laughs> uh, I see a great many things with a extreme success. Ah, you see some small little gypsy boys with dirty faces and dirtier clothes, and you see them uh, weaving in and out through the crowd. Yes, I do. And they they see you, and they see your group, and they look at you, and they they smile, and then they turn away from your group, and as they dart back into the crowd, you see their hands reach into other um, people's pockets and <laughs> retrieve wallets and coins, and then they disappear into the crowd. I wave to them and smile. <laughs> And luckily, Edmund's money has already been stolen, so we don't have to worry about it. Excellent work, boys. Yep. Okay. As you wander through the bazaar, you find a stall selling chunks of statuary. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Awesome. Oh, yes, and over here. <laughs> uh, we look for an arm or perhaps a head. Yeah. Mm hmm. <laughs> that would be funny. Maybe something has been stolen recently. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, we look at it. You can all make spot hidden rolls. Success. Regular success. Mm-hmm. Everyone else fail? Uh, extreme success again. Uh, Zelda, you see, you see an arm. It's about the right size and shape and color. And pattern and... Well, it's it's you know at the bottom of a pile, sort of behind the stall. You need to have a look at it a bit closer. Uh, I the gentlemen, look at this, and lady, <laughs> and I go have a closer look. Okay, so uh, you can ask the shopkeeper to. To let you take a look, to bring it over. Ask him for the for the two next to it first, and then and then. Oh, that one looks kind of nice too. Perhaps we can see that as well. Okay. He brings them all over and puts them on the counter. Does the arm seem um, like a likely candidate? Who's examining it? Well, I think if we're all standing there. Yeah. Whoever is examining it. Okay. I will, uh, yeah, definitely. Because they felt different also, didn't they? A little mm. bit? Yeah. Yeah, I'll run, my, and feel it I'll run and... my hands over it, yeah. Okay. So, um, as It'll you hurt. are examining it, 
a big, burly, mustachioed man <laughs> bumps into you and grabs the arm. No, 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 no. That's not going to happen. Um, well, excuse me, sir. I'm going to like try and grab his arm when he tries to grab for the arm. So you actually, you're, you're holding the... Um, it was just I will hold on to the arm if I can. Was it, was that, it was that Edmund who, who has it in his hand. Uh, Jasmina had it, and she'll try to hold on to the arm, and it sounds like Edmund is going to try to hold on to the, the man. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Jasmina, uh, make a strength roll. Ooh, that's a kind of a 96. I might just drop it on his toe, and it's going to hurt. Uh, so the man grabs it out of your hand um, and starts running off into the crowd. Can I try to trip him on his way by? Uh, yeah, what the hell? You can try and make a hard dex roll. So uh, that's what I would have needed to do and grab him? No, I only get a, a, I only get a normal dicks roll. So he he sort of jumps over your um, attempt and starts running. It seems we were just a moment too soon. <laughs> Gypsy boys, follow that man. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Does the does the vendor uh, react in some way? Like, does he pull out a knife yes, or shoot he, the guy? He, he um he. He does. He 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 shouts, and he's uh, if you if you understand a bit of the ah. language he's speaking, he's saying "thief, thief," and he's he's sort of starting to uh, you know, come out from behind the store to to run after this person. Anyone else going to run after him? I'm going to set my gypsy boys to run after. Him. Okay. Just me, Edmund. Sure, I'll follow Edmund. Okay. <laughs> so I don't do I running what, after very well. This guy, what a punk, stealing our shit. <laughs> I think we will leave this one there for today, and we can have a bit of a chase next time. Nice. Cool. Thanks, Jonathan. <laughs> no worries. Uh, Sorry, a bit of a confused session as we sort of two halves of different uh, chapters there. Cool. Um, oh, and Lloyd is back at the hotel. Yes. Yep, back at the hotel. All right. Um... Cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so, did you have a, a thought, Jonathan, on how many weeks or you might want to break? Or? Well, I, I, I figure if we finish this chapter... And, right, uh, I was just yeah. trying to ask that question in a more subtle way. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I guess it, it really depends uh, on whether we're we in the chase or not. Yeah, on whether we catch this guy. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> you 
could have ended it right here. Um, well, okay. So, but uh, so twenty twenty seven. So there's two weeks left of September, and then four of October. So probably somewhere in the next two to three weeks, probably, or is it? feel a lot longer than that um i would imagine knowing this group it would take a bit longer okay <laughs> <laughs> what well, we don't get sidetracked not whatsoever <laughs> uh, yeah we will we will see okay awesome i think i think yeah after a session or two i have a better idea of <laughs> okay. i think it's, it's going to Probably take at least another four, my estimate. Okay. And how long do you want to take a break for? Um. Well, how how long is the next scheduled one? Well, again, that comes back to the way we play. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I think I think the uh, the one I was thinking of from the New Orleans book is relatively short a uh, couple three sessions i think um, i will have to reread it because it's been a little while mm-hmm. but that's my my memory of it um so yeah but we could do something longer if uh if you need a longer break or we could do two short somethings we certainly have there's certainly plenty of stuff <laughs> okay yeah. Nice little. Oops, we just lost you, Max. Uh, sorry. Can you hear me now? Yep, you're back. Take a nice little break for you, Jonathan. Don't worry. Yeah. And then we go on to book four. Wow. <laughs> so this was session forty today, I believe. Yep. yep. Wow. Jeez, man, that's crazy. That's pretty awesome. So that means it must have been that must be over a year, almost a year with stuff we've with missed missed I days. So. No? Yeah. That's my first uh, first session. Uh, oh, we're we're actually almost we're coming up to our um, one year anniversary, um, and uh, it would be the twenty first of September would be our one year anniversary when we had session wow. one. Wow. Yeah, that's nice. Kind of crazy. Cool. It's been cool. <laughs> been long. Yeah, next week. Okay. We'll have birthday cake next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, serious, right? <laughs> <laughs> Virtually. <laughs> All right. Well, okay, I'll, uh, we'll uh, we'll send an email around about about what we're up to next, and or what we're up to for our break, and to keep this up for yeah. a while. It looks like. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. See you guys. Excellent. See you next time. Have a good week, guys. Take care. You too. Catch you. Bye. Bye.